wrestling fans of all ages, shapes, sizes, genders, and everything in between. It is time to go to war and be the cure for the Common Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to the revolution. Buzz, buzz, guys. My name is Kate Murphy. What's going on, everybody? This is Will Tarashek, the founder of the Kings of the Rings podcast. What's going on, guys? It is I, the one and only Quiet Riot himself, Zach, your host of the Young Lions Perspective. What's up, guys? This is the Monday Night Delight. Greetings, one and all. This is your Prime Minister speaking, your favorite Canadian Mr. Fret. Hey, what's up, you guys? This is Nate the and Great from the Game Changer Podcast. If you're looking for a network that keeps wrestling real, then you've come to the right place because you're listening to you are listening. To you are listening to you are listening. Then you are listening. Get ready for a war because you're listening to what is going on, everybody. This is King Ricky Rose, your general manager, and you are listening to Wrestle Addict Radio. Now enjoy the show. Are you ready? so much for checking out this episode of the podcast much appreciated hope you guys are enjoying your tuesday as much as i was kind of uh, we won't get into that though because uh we're just not i'm just gonna follow that and i'll let you figure out what may have happened at work today just gonna let it be <laughs> that's either here nor there Thank you guys for checking out this episode of the podcast. And of course, you are listening to this episode on ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com, anchor.fm slash Young Lions Perspective, and anchor.fm slash WrestleAdd Radio, as well as all the other platforms that I will be discussing, which you can find this podcast on at the end of tonight's episode. Before we get into this week's episode of Last Week, this week, where I discussed last week's episode of NXT, which you primed and ready for tomorrow night's episode of the Black and Gold Standard, I want to let you guys know this segment of the show is brought to you by our Patreon. Yes, we do have Patreon, wherever you can, let me know rock. Um, <laughs> I kid, I kid, I'm going to do some good today, I had a good night's sleep, so don't mind me if I'm a little uh, extra on this episode of the podcast. Nonetheless, um, yes, patreon.com slash radio 17 cents a day. Doesn't get you much in today's money, right? Back in the day, 15, 17 cents got you an actual burger at McDonald's. Not gonna lie, look it up. It's real shit. May have gotten you, a, may have gotten you freaking uh, an ice cream cone. I don't know. Not even gonna worry about it. But 17 cents a day, over on our side of things, can get you exclusive access 
shows you may not be able to listen to. Actually, you will not be able to listen to on regular WrestleMania radio programming. Shows such as Love and War. The show with Kate Murphy and King Ricky Rose as they discuss what it's like not only being a professional wrestling podcaster, but dating as a professional wrestling podcaster and as a professional wrestling fan today's society and it's a very good listen i listened to the first episode on youtube and i've literally hooked ever since you also can get a chance to listen to fritz's fave five which is also a damn good show fritz talks about literally top five everything in the world of professional wrestling uh his most recent episodes have been top five being uh fave women wrestlers and top five in your house shows of all time. Seriously, who wouldn't want to hear what friends had to say about that? Trust me, it's definitely something you you would want to keep your eye on for sure. Um, getting back into some things, of course, as well as my Patreon exclusive show called The Secret Files, where you don't know the topic. Until you press play, and I will be having an episode of the a new episode of the Secret Files coming out next month in the month of August, the dog days of summer, um, as, or so they call it. It's been hot as balls out here the last uh, four days or so. We've been in a bit of a heat wave in the grand old state of New Jersey, and it's just been quite lovely. And given the fact that my smartwatch has given me a tan line on my left wrist, well, that's just pretty much show you how. Uh, much of a permatan I already have, and I'm not trying to be Akon Dark, but yes, Secret Files Podcast, and I do have something in the works, and I have a special someone that will be joining me for the uh, newest episode of the Secret Files Podcast. I've spoken to him. Yes, to him. Deal with it. It's called Life. And um, that's about all I will divulge as far as it, who it will be, but um, we have something cooked up, and we have some. it's a certain topic that has been on my mind for quite some time, and has been really going on for, I'd say, the better part of almost a year. Not a full calendar year, but a better part of a year. And I think I'm going to give it a couple more weeks to see if, you know, this actually, you know, is able to turn around. But either, but more than likely, we will be discussing this particular topic in the month of August for sure. And I, I guarantee you, it is a collaboration that I'm sure some of you who are already on Patreon are We'll definitely be looking forward to, and if you want to get on Patreon, it's definitely something I know for a fact you want to get, you want to look forward to. Easily, easy, I think will be one of my favorite episodes to record of anything I've ever recorded in terms of Wrestle Addict Radio or just YLP in, in general. Not only do you get those exclusive shows, you get access to an exclusive group chat where you'll be able to talk with, of course, the other patrons in the group chat as well as all the members of the Wrestle Addict Radio family, including myself, of course, Kate. Will, King Ricky Rose, Nate, Mr. Fretz, and Mr. Matt Chappelle of the Delight Show. Yes, you get to talk with all of us, you know, exclusively, and it's a good time over there. Um, recently, we were doing some trivia over there. Um, it was really good times, and I got something in the works there as well um, from a certain someone of the squadron. I'm not going to, uh, you know, no need for me to drop a little, you know, crumb nugget uh, here and there. I'm just going to leave it be what it be. But also, and I think this is, if, if those two things don't hook you already and make you want to consider being part of the Patreon family, how about an exclusive code that you will receive, okay, 
that will give you 15% off every single time you check out at any of our Teespring stores. And of course, including the YLP Collection curated by yours truly. Doesn't matter what collection, the HBIC Collection, the Original War Collection, the King Ricky Rosé Collection, the Pride Collection, the Delight Collection, the Fretzelmania Collection, the Game Changer Collection, and of course, the YLP Collection, and and of course, the Kings of the Rings uh, Collection. I believe we have a Kings of the Rings Collection. If I'm wrong, let me know. If I'm not, my bad. Um, <laughs> but you get all, think about that, 17 cents a day gets you all of that. All of it. Every last bit of it. 17 cents a day, equating to $5 a month, gets you all of that. Patreon.com slash Radio. Consider joining the Patreon family and consider being a patron today. Always accepted, never expected, and we thank you so much for considering to join the patron family. Of course, shout-outs to to some of the patrons. Of course, my man, Quarantine Jane. Uh, gotta say it like that or, or it don't sound right. Uh, my man, Jermaine. And, and good looks for uh, holding me accountable in the group chat, my dude. Much appreciated. Um, as well as Kavita. And all the other patrons that are, are rocking with us right now. Much appreciated. We love y'all. You know we do. Thank you so much for your patronage. And we'll keep it pimping, pimping for y'all. But let us get into, of course, last week. This week again. Like I said earlier on. I talk about last week's episode of NXT, what went down, and gets you primed and ready for tomorrow night's episode of the Black and Gold Standard. So let's get into it. Last week's episode of NXT, of course, was going to be an interesting one, given the fact that this was the fallout episode of the Great American Bash. Keith Lee is now the first ever double champion in the history of the Black and Gold Standard, and... This is the most important thing we're going to talk about this week. But not only are we talking about Keith Lee, there's a little bit of a triumvirate going on. Now, of course, the uh, now as most of y'all do know, I do not watch NXT, the, the last week's episode of NXT, until the day of recording. I want it as fresh in my mind as possible, but I do look at thechairshot.com, of course, Mitchell's uh, results and report. Kind of give me, uh, you know, just as a little bit of a little bit of, of a backup, just in case I forget a little something. And, and Mitchell, um, I have to say, my dude, um, you knock it out of the park every single time. I may not agree with your ratings, not all the time, but you do definitely hit on some points that I can easily fuck with. Um, of course, they started off the show with uh, recapping what happened at the Great American Bash, uh, with Lee defeating Cole, becoming the first ever double champion in NXT history. Uh, he did say, this makes me not just a moment maker. Not just a prophecy ender. Today, I am a history maker. Johnny Gargano says, Keith Lee, you made history. But you won't have too long to bask in it. Finn Balor says, the only thing you achieved was becoming the biggest target in NXT history. Damian Priest says, I look forward to taking some of the weight off of your shoulders. Cameron Grimes says, he is taking both championships. Timothy Thatcher even came into the, the fold saying, I wish you... Luck, Kushida, Bronson Reed, Danny Birch, Oni Lorcan, Tyler Breeze, Fandango, Malcolm Bivens, Tehuti Miles, Everrise of everyone's favorite uh, garage band uh, opening up a brand new Walmart in the area. Tony Nese, El Legato Del Fantasma, Drake Maverick, Dexter Loomis, even though he just looked weirdly into the camera. 
all congratulated him, but there was one man who had other plans. And that man, of course, is Karrion Cross, and all he basically said was, TikTok. So we opened the show, of course, with Keith Lee. Crowd singing, you know, Oh, Bask in his glory, NX Lee, all that stuff. Comes out holding both belts, saying, That is beautiful, like a choir. But there's some one more thing I need. He asked Alicia Taylor, can he hear the announcement one more time? Alicia obliges, you know, please please welcome the North American champion and the new NXT champion, Keith Lee. He says, that's beautiful. Thank you so much. I admit I'm at a crossroads. I understand the past few months have been difficulty, difficulty and trying. All of us have had our struggles in tough times. Sadness and suffering. I understand more than anyone. The losses, the hurt, and the pain. I want the fans at home to know something. The ring I stand in. There's something so incredibly special that can occur when we are in this ring and I am standing here before you because I can feel it right now. Not just the crowd here, not just Miss Alicia, but when I stand here with these two titles and now... I stand here before you as not just your North American champion, no, 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 but also your NXT champion. But I want to highlight the fact that I'm not in disbelief, I'm not in disbelief, or if I food myself. I've enjoyed this, celebrated it, but I'm back to reality. And the reality is there's an entire locker room, some supporters and friends, some just straight up enemies. They all want the same opportunity I managed to earn. So, in the mood of celebration, I celebrate the understanding. This wasn't done on my own. Opportunity created this. Chances created this. I understand that I'm not a self-made man. There's no such thing as that. I have to acknowledge Tim Brooks was more than just a trainer. Brooks was like a father to me who was there when no one else was and believed in me when no one else did. And it doesn't stop there. I didn't do this alone. The fans made sure that when I came here, I was welcomed with the most open arms. They told the people about me and would sing with all their passion, love, and energy. Oh, bask in his glory. Guess what? Now the world does. I thank the fans, but that's not all. There's still one more person I must point out as playing a pivotal part. I saw this man backstage, and he knows that this, that this person might be trying to decide what he's going to do with his WWE career. But I feel like maybe, just maybe, I could be of help. And so we're celebrating for Brooks, for the fans, and now I'd like to talk to my number one frenemy, <laughs> Dominic Dijakovic. Been a while since we've seen Mr. Dajakovic anywhere in NXT. It's been quite a while. Of course, Dajakovic comes out, joining Keith in a ring mic of his own, says that no one in this planet is prouder of you than I am. But this isn't about me. This is your moment. No, no, I disagree. I feel this is also about you. Because it's about the both of us. You don't realize it. But my line of not being self-made means this. The matches the two, the two of us have had is one of the things that propelled me to the opportunities. You are the one individual that truly tested my limits. 
With that in mind, the best way to represent these titles is with competition. I talked with Mr. Regal, and it's upon and upon a suggestion it has been made. The first challenger I want for these titles will be you. Dajakovic is beside himself. These titles together. Absolutely. When? I figured you'd say that. The best way to honor competition is with the best competition. My idea would be, well, since I'm dressed, so how about tonight? Now, Dr. Kovic realizes uh, I'm not, I'm a little bit overdressed for the occasion. Hesitates to answer. Of course, he's trying to, you know, he's beside himself. He's realizing me? Of all people, me. Keith tells him, just say yes. Dajakovic says yes. Double fist bumps, and the match is made official for later on that night. The match itself between Lee and Dajakovic is, as you would expect, a banger. Um, these, I mean, you got to think, we've seen, what, six, seven matches out of these two? And all, literally every single match I have seen between Keith Lee and Dominic Dajakovic has never disappointed me at all, including their first encounter with a double countout. I didn't know it personally at the time back in 2019, back in, back in the late summer of 2019, that we would get to see the rivalry that was Lee and Dajakovic. Two guys, big dudes. Big lads. Big lads wrestling. I like big lads wrestling. And for those of you who are listening for the first time, first and foremost, welcome to the YLP universe. Second and foremost, I like big lads wrestling. Not the Vince McMahon likes big sweats, man. Not that version of it. Fuck that shit. I like when dudes the size of a 6'7", 270-pound Dominic Dajakovic and a 6... I think it's like 6'4", 6'5". Hold on. Today we're going to learn something, class. We're going to learn how tall Keith Lee is. How tall is he, anyway? This man is 6'2". And if I'm right, he's... I think he's 330? Yeah. Good God. This man is 6'2", 340 pounds. Mind you, I am 5'9". 228 pounds as of this morning. I eat. Fuck y'all. Don't make fun of me. I like tacos and Chinese food and and lifting weights. Hucking 130 pound toilets around like it's my day job. I don't fucking know. But doing, seeing these guys, you would think, if you were not a professional wrestling person, I might, hi. What? Why? Oh, I know what you want, my list. I know what you want. Yeah. You want a Marley moment of the show, don't you? Yeah, you, you guys, why you look so wet? Yeah, you do. Well, I will oblige, because I like shows. Before we move on, this portion of the show is brought to you by my unofficial co-host and my lovable dog, Marley, who would like to remind you that in these unprecedented times, mm-hmm. to ensure that you get your adequate amount of sleep, she, of course... Yeah, I, I will. It's it's really. 
Okay, this little one over here pretty much says, of course, 8 to 12 hours of sleep per day, uh, multiple naps, a requirement of four at least. Five? Okay, five. Five, apparently. Five naps throughout the day, 8 to 12 hours of sleep. This is her letter B. Also, to ensure you eat a very nutritious and healthy diet, have a nutritious and healthy diet, because in these times, uh, I actually saw a report that uh, Americans, on average, are gained double-digit weight during the quarantine, which is a no-no, which is a big-time no-no, which is quite unfortunate. And uh, she also may, wants to remind you that in these times, it is it is solidly, uh, if that's even a word, wonderful to ensure you get a proper amount of exercise during the day, um, whether it be walking, weight resistance training, anything of that sort. Get out and stay active as much as possible. Also, um, every once in a while, to ensure that you are enjoying yourself during this quarantine, or whatever this may be at this point, to uh, treat yourself with a proper amount of treats every so often to ensure that you are having, you are making sure you have a proper balance of life. You good? Okay, we're good. Let's get back to the show. <laughs> every time with my doge, I swear, she's adorable. Love her to death. She's great. Adorable. Um, so... Nonetheless, Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic had a solid matchup. Again, if we, knowing what we know now with Lee and Dijakovic, they've had what? This is now their sixth match, if I'm not mistaken. In their in their in their feud, and not one match, like I said a little bit earlier has missed not even their first encounter in the double count out this this feud is would be like this wwe wishes they had a feud like this going on right now in their main roster because they fucking don't and that's why they're trash you're welcome but as expected lee and dajakovic gave each other hell i mean it's love it's love hate it's love, hate. You know, you know, they shake hands, all this good stuff. Pull you in for a headlock. All right. Grizzly. But, of course, Keith Lee retains both championships doors at the end. But seriously, this, this, these two, man. Holy shit. They, they were in their fucking bag. Draping sidewinders. A grizzly magnum that even, as I watched this at work. You ever have that moment where you like watch football and you see somebody get hit hard as shit and I was like and you just like and you cringe like a motherfucker? That was me the entire match. The flying blockbuster, the cyclone boot, the spinning uh the draping sidewinder, which was bananas by Keith. Um the grizzly magnum chops. It's like hell. The limitless spine buster into the big bank catastrophe. Lee gets the victory and retains both championships. Of course, at the end, of course, in sport and true sportsmanship. Um Keith Lee helps up Dajakovic. Hey, in the ring, I hate you. It's it's like me with beer pong back in the day. I used to play with my friends, my one best friend Sebastian. He and I were a team. Every single party we went to, if he was at the party and I was at the party, we're teaming up. And we are ruthless, and we didn't fucking play fair. 
not in the way we didn't play by the rules, but it was all out war and we knew it and we were God tier. And the problem and the crazy thing was we suck in the beginning because, well, we're not drunk enough. But when we got drunk enough, when we got to our where we were, uh, I'm whooping your ass limit, we were destroying teams. Kind of the same thing. But with the teams we played against, we hate you during the game. After the match, we'll have a good, we'll have a beer and we'll talk, you know, we'll just talk about what's going on the rest of the party and the cute girl over there with a nice butt. I am just a man. I am merely just a man. Kind of the same way with Keith Lee and Dominic Dajakovic. I hate you during, I love you after. Now, after the match, of course, they had, you know, they dap, you know. Know what I mean? Hug it out, lights start to dim, and out comes Scarlet. Little Miss Scarlet with a satchel bringing it to the ring. Contents? She pours out to reveal the shattered pieces of the hourglass Keith Lee broke before their title, his title match with Adam Cole. That, ladies and gentlemen, is called storyline continuity. Something you know nothing about, Bruce Pritchard, you bitch. Sorry, that was a little... Had a moment there. My apologies. Sometimes the Mr. Wild P-side takes over and wants to just act out. My apologies. That wasn't done, though. That wasn't it. After that, we had... After the match... Now, to say it was an instant classic would be a bit of a, a, bit of a reach, personally... Um, it was a damn, it was a good match. Don't get me wrong. These two can fight forever and every single time I would not be upset by it at any length. This wasn't their best, but it is definitely a good one. Ton of replay value and I watched it again and again and again for the purposes of, well, I like these two and these two are a fight forever feud. If main roster ever decided to actually get their shit together and know how to book properly, but that's not going to anytime soon because Vince McMahon's an old senile piece of shit. But we get Dominic Dajakovic backstage and he's asked an instant classic with Keith, how are you feeling after your loss? Dajakovic said that was a different Keith Lee that I faced in that ring tonight. Keith is on a completely different level. I saw Scarlett show up sending a message for Karrion Cross. <laughs> Cross is good. But he's not Keith Lee good. Ooh, them's fighting words. And who decides to show up and feel some type of way? Carrying Cross. Homeboy felt some, homeboy was dumb triggered. Dajakovic tells him, you got something to say? Now, I don't know Serbian. Worth a damn. Y'all, I don't, I'm surprised I know that. I'm surprised I'm good at the English language. I took French class. Three years worth. I know a little bit, probably enough to actually get me through a certain situation if I don't die. But in Serbian, Cross says, and I quote, Yes, I will tear you apart piece by piece. Do it. As Dajakovic turns to leave, Cross grabs him. Dajakovic then jumps him through the door. They start fighting in the backstage area and then Cross hits a northern light suplex over a spill railing onto concrete. Ow. Ow. Ooh. 
He takes off his jacket and tie, undoes the buttons on the on the bottom on the on the sleeve part. Tick tock. Mm. Hey, stop licking your paw. Stop it. I'm recording, damn it. I'm keeping this on there too. You stop. Your your hand is not food. Whatever. So, want to go? You want to go? <laughs> she thinks. She thinks I'm taking her outside. Just sit up. Just lay over there and be cute. Oh, uh, you yo, yo mom. I'm recording right now. <laughs> yes, I love you too. Daddy's recording. Okay. We'll talk later. Yes, I know you like carrying cross. I know you like carrying cross. He likes him. And I know you want Scarlett to be your girlfriend, but I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> My apologies, y'all. Uh, she's being a little butt today. She likes this. This is what happens when you let a dog be uh, your unofficial co-host of the show. She likes. She likes. She likes to be a part of everything. She's just adorable. She sits here and, he's, and just gets to be cute. And I'm gonna do ears later if you keep playing around. I know you're shy. It's okay. It's okay. Excuse me. But getting away from the Dijakovic Cross Lee situation, let's talk about quickly. The other title match we actually had uh, last week, which was Io Shirai defending her championship for the very first time against the woman, the girl, the shiniest wizard. Now, we all know about Tegan's comeback story. I don't have to, I don't have to give this to you at any, at any point at all. You should know this by this point. And if you don't, you've been missing out on a lot. But... Of course, Tegan Knox became the number one contender at the on the first night of um, the Great American Bash a couple weeks ago. Actually, three weeks ago to be exact. Wow, it's already been three weeks. It's already been two weeks since I left for fucking Denver. Wow, almost been two almost been two weeks since I left for Denver. My goodness, time flies. Time flies, y'all. I mean, time flies. Well, I'll talk about that at a later time. But of course, EO's first title defense against. Tegan Knox. This was as a main event. Oh hell yeah! It was a hell of a main event. This was. Mm, if this were like a food to me, and y'all should know at this point, I like food. I like food. I like food. If you catch me at a buffet, watch yourself. I'm going to hell. <laughs> if this were a nice dish. That I would order at a restaurant. This would remind me of some good ass chicken parm. I like chicken parm. It's very filling. It's delicious. And it can be, and every person who makes it makes it completely different. Which is why I love chicken parm. But chicken parm is good when done right. And this was chicken parm done right. I really just equated a women's title match to chicken parmesan. I I have problems. <laughs> but, I, but y'all love me so it's cool it's cool with it but yeah this was a damn good match a solid first title defense for EO I am happy with it this was damn good I mean 
really, Tegan Knox, as of late, really has been in her bag. Um, and I've really mm-hmm. noticed a solid change as of late. Now, when she first came back, when she came back, um, mind you, I'm a Tegan Knox dude. I she's adorable. Yeah, I okay. Shut up. I know she's got a girlfriend. I and and first and foremost, Tegan Knox, congratulations on your relationship with your boo thing. She like a boo bang. She hopes she stands by your side like your boo thing. But that doesn't mean I cannot admire. Okay, I can admire and appreciate an attractive woman. So suck it. Um, but it looks like and she's been really. I mean, with the whole with the second time around with her with Misha and her coming back, she's gotten more lean. You know, she's been really taking care of herself, which which as a person who likes to take care of himself, minus the whole buffet shit, um, I can appreciate that. She's really been putting in a lot of work. I've noticed her transformation, and it is fantastic. She has been looking damn good. Um, let's not get that twisted. You know, appreciate the work you put in, and let the transformation take hold. She's been in the ring. She's been getting pushed. You know, she's been me personally. I believe she is top tier as fuck right now in the women's division. Um, and the NXT's women's division, highly competitive as it is, it is very hard, at least for me, to try to keep everything in perspective in terms of top tier, mid tier, low tier. Tegan Knox is a top tier lady in the women's division, even with the loss to EO. Okay. I have been very impressed by what Tegan Knox has done. I'd say, honestly, in the last four months. Literally. You know, her, her whole deal with Dakota Kai, the whole entire feud with that, her uh, her shit with Candice LeRae, having matches with Yin, she's really been just pushed. And you got to appreciate that. It is something to be appreciated. And it came up with a title shot against Io Shirai. Unfortunately, it wasn't her night. She got caught with a shote, which she was trying to hit the Chinese wizard. Unfortunately, it got hit into the uh, the Aisai Moonsault. Shirai retains the championship, but throughout this matchup, this was as competitive as it could get. Choke slams, corner German suplexes, tiger faint kicks, the molly go-round, of course, coming out of nowhere. You know, a bridging fallaway slam. You know, technical technical moves in the beginning of the match, which y'all, if y'all know me well enough, I love me some of that shit. Very technical in the beginning. Um, there was no, this was like, okay, it, it wasn't Omega Okada, all right? Because it's hard to touch Omega Okada. But this is a match that, as, like I always say, will always have solid replay value. Not only for EO, but Tegan. Yes. When it comes to both women, of course, EO retaining, of course, ups her stock as champion. Even in a loss, Tegan's stock rises because she had a solidly competitive match. Again, I don't know if solidly is a word. We're making it a word. Shut up. They made it a very highly competitive match. And that's what I've come to expect as a flake from the NXT women's division. Even from the lower tier talent, the mid tier talent, I've come to expect highly competitive matches. It is not something that you know I get every time, and I really you know. But 
as from what I've seen this past year so far within the women's division of NXT. I have my standard of this division is quite high. When it comes to the top tier of the division, EO and Tegan, they definitely had what I like to call a very highly competitive matchup. The emotion in Tegan trying to become the women's champion, everything she had been through, you know, two knee surgeries, just to get back into the ring, climbing up the ladder, winning the Fatal 4 elimination number number one contenders match, just to get the shot at EO. Unfortunately, she, took the, she takes the L. But this does not... Her stock goes down, I'd say, a little bit. But in terms of her loss, she's... This... And I say this on... I say this quite often of NXT. Even in a loss, they make you look as strong as possible. That's what I like to see in my title matches. Yes, EO does retain. And, of course, retains the championship... Stay strong, stay champion. First title defense made all the sense in the world for EO to retain. Even in a loss, though, Tegan looked strong because of how the match came about. Is that wrong for me to say? No, absolutely not. This was a damn good match. I love every bit of this shit. I like it. Me likey. Thumbs up. Well done, ladies. They do it again. How is it? And I and I and I ask this question all the fucking time. How is it that NXT's women's division kill it almost every time I see a women's match there? But when you look up at the main roster, I get garbage. And I guarantee you I will have 73 million different answers as to why the main roster women's divisions can't even lace the boots of the NXT women's division. I said it. WWE's main roster women's division doesn't even lace NXT's women's division's boots. I dare you to argue that statement. I will await your rebuttal. Take all the time you need. Ooh, I'm on a roll today. I'm feeling good. This is this is what a good night's sleep gets you, people. Okay? This is what a solid night's of sleep gets you. Shit like this. Now, mm, what can I, I got, let me get into Damian Priest and Cameron Grimes for a moment. Now, Damian Priest did get his revenge, gets his victory over Cameron Grimes. Grime time did not go down the way Grime time thought it was going to. Damian Priest and Cameron Grimes actually had a competitive matchup. I was very happy with with the result. Eh, the result, but this was a very good matchup. Now, mind you, the one thing I have been concerned about in terms of double champions in any promotion doesn't matter what. Um, Evil being the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Champion, um, you have. Of course, now Keith Lee holding double championships is that everyone's now gunning for double gold. But Grimes and Priest are top contenders for the North American Championship. Nowhere near contenders for the NXT title as of yet. And that's just my personal opinion on that. 
You may think differently, but I think right now with the Oh, you shit, I caught that, bro. Don't mind me. I'm just watching summer camp baseball. I'll, I'll be very happy about that on Friday, for sure, um, when I talk about Friday's episode. But it worries me, you know, that at this point now, it's just going to be everyone's concerned about double gold and not gunning for a just a particular championship. That's what always has worried me about double championships. Um the only time I may have accepted the fact that, you know, a champion has held more than one belt, we have to go back to the old TNA days. My old TNA days. Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe rivalry. Yes, that was a thing back in the day uh, for all of you out there. Uh, Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe was a thing. That was, a, that was probably... One of, if not my favorite, one of my top favorite feuds of all time. Hands down. Without question. It's, it's definitely up there. In the top 10, it's close. I, if I ever made a list, if I ever compiled a list of that, it would be damn close to making to cracking the top 10 easily. They feuded over not only the TNA Heavyweight Championship, but also the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, the X Division Championship, and we're both, at the same time, the TNA Tag Team Champions. Yes, it was a thing. And they both fought for all the gold. Kurt Angle beat Samoa Joe to win all the gold. Now, over time, he did lose all the championships. Um, because, well, you get caught. <laughs> you get caught slipping at times. But at one point, that, that was probably that would easily be one. Honestly, the only acceptable time ever, I would be okay with the fact that someone was holding more than a, than one championship at the same time, because the storyline between those two was just god tier shit. It was so good, so so good. The match they had for that for the, all the championships was so fantastic. Oh my god! If you can find, you can easily. I guarantee you, you can easily find that on YouTube. Samoa Joe, Kurt Angle, TNA, find it, watch it, thank me later, send me a voice message and let me know what you thought of it. But, I know, and I think you know as well, Grimes and Priest are more so North American title contenders than they are for a double championship. Right now, they're a little bit lower on the rung in terms of who would actually face Keith Lee for double gold. Excuse me. At some point, It's going to get to a point to either A, Keith Lee loses both belts consecutively, or he's going to lose both titles at the same time. I would prefer him losing either title on separate occasions. I don't know what that would mean for Keith Lee going forward. That's the way I would do it personally, because that's kind of the way it should be done naturally. But... I trust in NXT to do what they need to do with their booking. I'm perfectly fine with what they do. Double champion works. But right now, as far as double champion goes, Grimes and Priest are nowhere near in the conversation. But for Priest to get his win back and to get his revenge on the Carolina Caveman, ain't, ain't, you know, hey, I like it. I'm perfectly fine with it. The match was good. The match was damn good. I was thoroughly impressed by, you know, 
these two. I'm very, I'm very, you know, high on these two. Uh, been high on uh, Mr. Grimes since uh, the NXT breakout tournament. Big fan there. Damian Priest, even when he was in ROH as Punishment Martinez, um, I was a big fan of his. And then him coming into the fold as Damian Priest, shit, it works. It works. And Priest getting his revenge, love it. The match was good. Great opener to the show. Can't go wrong with it. I am very happy with it. Um, I'm, ex- I'm excited to see what either of these two men do going forward, what their next feud may be, if there is another feud for them in the future. But right now, don't consider them in the running for any chance of a double championship match anytime soon. Given the fact that Priest and Lee just had a feud a few months ago, and that Grimes lost to Keith Lee for the North American Championship just a couple months ago. We're going to have to wait on that. And to end today's episode, this portion of the program of the last week, I want to talk about El Legado del Fantasma, my favorite part of the Cruiserweight division right now. They're in a luxurious restaurant, cooling, chilling, enjoying their first victory together after the Great American Bash. They toast to their victory, and of course they toast to the end of Drake Maverick's career. The only reason that he has a job is because he cried on YouTube. Joaquin Wilde puts up his drink to the little Chihuahua. Man, man, Roman Doza then says, we need to do something about Brizango. Those two try to make a joke out of Lucha Libre culture. Escobar then says in Espanol, translated into English, what ha- this is, everyone will see what happens when you try to mock the Lucha Libre culture. The NXT Universe has it wrong. It isn't some fiesta. It isn't art. And we are true artists. Look at Raul Mendoza, the technical assassin. Joaquin Wilde. When he is in the air, that is the end of his opponent. The Cruiserweight division was in desperate need of a leader. I took the Cruiserweight Championship from being a sideshow to being the main show. We are going to build our empire. Sometimes you have to tear things down to bring it back up. We are Elegado del Fantasma. We are familiar. I love me some Elegado del Fantasma. These three are going to run roughshod over the Cruiserweight division. Now, the only thing I will say is that I hope, because you got to think, you still have Jake Atlas going to compete for the Cruiserweight Championship. And right now, I've said this before, and I'm going to leave y'all on this. Kushida versus Escobar is your money motherfucking match. No questions asked. Kushida and Escobar. I would, as much as I would still love to see Devlin Escobar fight for the Undisputed Cruiserweight Championship, eh, um, we're still under we're still under travel ban in terms of the UK coming to the US, as far as I know, and we are banned from Europe. So, <laughs> so not much can really go down. I don't know if um, UK and US uh, travel relations are still kind of shit. Um, I'll have to look it up in my own private time. You can as well, just to ensure. And if you and if you want to let me know, feel free to leave me a voice message over on either anchor.fm slash perspective or anchor.fm slash WrestleAddict Radio. If you're on the WrestleAddict Radio side, of course, make sure you put YLP in the title. 
and let me know what is going on in terms of travel relations with the UK and the US. But since we can't get Devlin Escobar right now, Kushida Escobar is your money match. But I will say, though, Atlas is next. I, I would say Atlas fighting for the pride of his friend should be next up for the Cruiserweight Championship matchup. I like me some Atlas, and I can't wait to see Atlas versus Escobar matchup. I think that will be a solid matchup because that cartwheel DDT is just nasty. If you've never seen Atlas's cartwheel DDT, that shit is nasty. Okay? So something like that hitting Escobar, I'm telling you, that's going to be super effing clean. We'll see what happens with the Cruiserweight division in terms of what will they do going forward. But that is going to conclude last week of last week. This week, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about what's going to be going down tomorrow night and get you primed and ready for tomorrow night's episode of the Black and Gold Standard. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. What's up, everybody? This is the Kate Murphy, the Queen Bee of Kings of the Rings podcast, and you are listening to Young Lions Perspective here on Wrestle Addict Radio. And we are back with episode 231 of the YLP podcast, talking about last week, this week, and now we are in the this week's portion of the program where we get to talk about what's going to be going down this Wednesday night on NXT. And as we go over to the last word on ProWrestling.com and Nicholas George, the editor of LWPW. I don't know. It don't matter. Um, <laughs> over there, of course, uh, I can rely on them easily for what they have going down the preview because they usually do it a day before the show like everyone else should. I'm sorry, that was quite loud. Um, but there's only a couple of matches advertised for, um, this week's episode. I don't know why I'm snapping. Uh, I guess I'm just trying to try to get, make sure everything sounds good and all that. Don't mind me. But, of course, again, there's only a couple of matches that have been advertised for this week's episode of NXT that we know about right now. And, I, I'm, and I'm assuming, of course, as usual, all of the remaining matches will be pretty much out. I'm sure we can find another preview. If you do find another preview, um, do let me know if there's any other matches I need to know about um, to get me ready for this week's episode of NXT. We shall discuss that at length, maybe on Friday. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out from there. But of course, let us get into what will be going down for this Wednesday. And before we get into the matches, William Regal is actually set to make a huge announcement on Wednesday's episode of NXT. And let's get into it from WrestlingInc.com. This is, of course, from my favorite professional wrestling writer in the game right now, Mark Middleton. WWE NXT General Manager William Regal is set to make a huge announcement on this week's episode. WWE announced that during... Last night's Raw, that Regal will appear during Wednesday's NXT episode on the USA Network to make a big 
announcement. There's no word yet on what Regal has to say. So that's going to be very interesting to see what Regal has to say. And anytime William Regal comes out, you know damn well that it's going to be an absolutely big fucking deal. Because, well, he wouldn't be showing up to NXT otherwise. Now, I don't know if he'll actually show up or if it will just be on the Titantron. We don't know. We do not know at all what will be going down. But as far as we know, William Regal's got something big planned for the foreseeable future. And that in and of itself, ladies and gentlemen, is always a fucking win. So, besides the announcement that's going to be made by William Regal, oh boy, let's see what the last word on ProWrestling.com has to say about this episode coming up. WWE NXT returns this Wednesday after another solid episode last week. The Keith Lee era of NXT is limitless and has plenty of star power to keep the brand fresh and interesting going forward. During the COVID-19 era, where there's not as much talent to work with and even less fans to work with, anything which can freshen up the show up, freshen up the show is appreciated. Work on your editing, please. Please. What does NXT have in store this week? Let's find out. So we do know Dexter Loomis and Killian Dane will be going one-on-one this week. Before COVID-19 took the world by storm, Killian Dane was actually on a five-match winning streak in NXT. When he returned in June after a three-month absence, he lost against Damian Priest. Well, this week he gets a chance to get back to winning form by beating Dexter Loomis. Loomis, Loomis is by far one of the more interesting acts on NXT television currently. And if there's anyone Dane would have liked to avoid, it's him. It should be a solid big man match. Now, how did we get to this matchup? How did we get here? Hmm. It's quite interesting. It's a very interesting little story that uh, NXT came up with to, in, to make Dane versus Loomis an actual Thing. And let's, of course, go back to last week's episode of NXT for the story to be told as soon as my laptop actually decides to actually get shit together. Damn Chromebooks. Um, let me see. Find it, find it, find it. I should have already had this pulled up. My apologies, people. I was trying to think of what I wanted to eat for the past hour. And, and so and I still haven't figured out anything, though. That I suck at life in terms of trying to think of food. I'm sorry, y'all. All right, so. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Okay, so. Now, Rhea tweeted out, no more dumpsters, no more time wasted. I'm officially done with the Robert Stone brand. I I vowed to get right back to the NXT Women's Championship, and I will have a very big interest in, of course, what went down between EO, Shirai, and Tegan Knox um, on their match last week for the NXT Women's Championship. Now, now Rhea may be done with Stone, and that was quite a weird situation, weird thing to keep Rhea from doing something weird. Um, it seems like Stone isn't done with Killian Dane. Now, after last week's little run-in with Killian Dane, he did apologize for the coffee, and he says, it's a really tough week, but to be truthful, the coffee thing was all Shotzi Blackheart's fault. She knocked Aaliyah into him, and then the coffee flew into Killian. Aaliyah then hurries over to show Dexter Loomis' newest artwork. It was highlighting of... 
The highlights of the great American batch that went down, of course, me again, Candice the Red, Keith Lee becoming double champion, and Dane and Shotzi humiliating Stone. Dane then grabs the artwork, and for some reason, he was quite furious with his part. So, Killian tells Stone, you need to make this up to me. And you can do that by getting me a match with Dexter Loomis. Stone promises to do this that, and Stone somehow went to the NXT brass and got a match for Mr. Killian Danik to go up against Dexter Loomis tomorrow night. Now, I'm a big fan of Dexter Loomis. I, I, he's growing on me, as weird as that motherfucker is. He is yoked as fuck and will stare you into oblivion and will scare the and put fear in the hearts of children. Have you seen that man stare? That shit can literally scare me. Okay? That scared the fuck out of me. He's weird. I like him. He can go in the ring. Motherfucker's crazy. He's psycho. But when you put on across the ring an equally psycho motherfucker like Killian Dane, this makes for a very interesting matchup between Mr. Killian Dane A.K.A. the crowd telling him to shave his back. That shit's hairy, dog. Like, I got hair and shit on, like, my, my, my body. But that's that joint is a tiny bit excessive. And I will never say that to his face. Real shit. Again, there are some things in life um, we should not say to each other as people. Okay? Um... I want to live. So I will refrain from um, ever going to Killian Dane personally and telling him, uh, you need to shave that, bruh. And have a pair of clippers on hand. There are certain th- there's certain people you can fuck with and there's certain people you don't fuck with. In my, li- in my line of work, Killian Dane is not someone I want to fuck with with a pair of clippers in hand and telling him I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, bzz, you're back real quick. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Nah, not when his boot thing is is Nikki Cross as well. Nope. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Nope. Nope. If you if you seen her with the Instagram video of not her not having coffee. Mm-mm. Nope. 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 Not gonna do it. I'm good. But I am going to enjoy this matchup. This is Big Lads Wrestling at its finest. Y'all know I love me some Big Lads Wrestling. It is always a good time for that um, year. We continue on, though. Now, this match, of course, obviously made sense after what we talked about earlier on in the show. Dominic Dajakovic taking on Mr. TikTok himself. And I don't mean the app. And if I'm going to put my opinion out there on the TikTok, John, um, TikTok is trash. You're welcome and good night. Anyway, let's see what Last Word on Pro Wrestling has to say about this. Speaking of solid big man matches, here's another. This week, NXT regular Dominic Dajkovic takes on NXT new boy, Karrion Cross. Cross, accompanied by Scarlett Bordeaux, is currently undefeated in WWE NXT. He has looked unstoppable, even vanquishing Tommaso Ciampa at NXT TakeOver in your house. Well, now... He's got an opponent who can match his power and explosiveness. 
Dajakovic is a top-tier talent and is definitely someone who can stop Cross. Can he do it this week? And I am going to easily say an emphatic, hell no! Mm-mm. Not with the way, not with the way they've been booking Mr. Cross. Oh, no, 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 no. And, have you, and, by, and, and one thing, have you seen that man's logo? That man's logo is absolutely fire. So much so that I have an open space in my right forearm specifically for that. But unfortunately, my uh, logo will be going right there. Logo and all. Be your brand. Live that shit. Mm. But I, but a tattoo of carrying Cross's logo definitely would be dope as fuck because that is probably one of the coolest logos I have seen, hands down. Period. For real, it is a dope ass fucking tattoo. Seriously, it would be a dope. Ass, it would be honestly a dope ass tattoo. But um, but yeah, my logo comes first. I win. This is just simply, without a doubt, another rung in the ladder for Karrion Cross to climb on his way towards facing Keith Lee down the line for the double championship. Now, unfortunately for Mr. Dajkovic, he is going to have to eat a couple Saito suplexes, or as uh, Mr. Uh, Moro Ronaldo likes to call him, the Doomsday Saito suplex. I think that sounds a lot better than how, how the fuck I say it. So I air to the uh, professional in Mr. Morinalo for my uh, moveset names. I will say, though, this match, not a match that I knew was knew that I wanted, but sure as hell know I need. And I can't wait to watch that. I know for those of you who will be enjoying NXT um, tomorrow night, you are going to, I'm sure, this is this is your main event. I don't see any other match on the card that will be main event worthy like Cross versus Dijakovic. And honestly, this match deserves the main event. It does. No other match makes this possible. Let's be real. Let's be 100% real about this. There's no other match I need to see that, um, yeah, that's your main event and that will be a very solid uh, matchup to see. I, I'd say let them go at least 20. Let let this be Cross's biggest match of his career to date in NXT. Dajakovic is no slouch in the ring. We know this. And I think this is now the time we start building Cross towards the double championship. If they're going to do a double championship. Personally, I've been saying as of late, NXT championship gold looks very good around the waist of Mr. Karrion Cross. But they want him to have both? Fuck it. Why not give them both? Sounds like a party to me. But Dajakovic is definitely going to give Karrion Cross a proper test. Add into the fact that Keith Lee is the friend frenemy of Dominic Dajakovic. I think Killian Cross will be looking to set, or should I say, not set an example. He will be looking to make an example out of Dajakovic as what will happen to Keith Lee whenever these two finally cross paths, stand across the ring from each other, and um, throw a little hands, if you know what I'm saying. Boom, boom. This, I, I mean, everybody has seen that Cross is the guy. 
I wouldn't. Okay, not the guy, but um, Cross is going. To, Cross is that guy that everybody's keeping their eye on. He's been he's been pretty much on the radar for quite some time now. Ever since he came into NXT, the, he's got he had the entrance, the theme song, of course, Scarlet. And by the way, may I say, uh, when she um, after she walked up the ramp and turned around and looked at Keith Lee with her that smile that she smiles, even though she fine, it looks so menacing. I think that that uh, that camera angle they had. I think they were just trying to do that for the 13-year-olds who had never seen a cute butt before in their damn life, uh, the likes of Scarlett Bordeaux. I see what you're doing, NXT. I see what you're doing, and I'm not mad at it. Again, I am just a man. I am merely just a man. But I know a good camera angle when I seize one, and NXT did not waste their time getting an opportunity to get shot at the boot. I'm just saying, hey, hey, hey. Hey, no, no, stop it. You do you if you listen to this, you know what I'm talking about. I am a man. I deal with it. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I'm being Why am I always like this? I don't know. Um but for the most part, that's really what what we're what we know of what's going down tomorrow night. That's pretty much what they have advertised so far. But there's a little bit of news we can talk about before we end today's episode, and I always hate uh ending episodes so sad so mean why is this on not on silent my apologies if you've been listening to just all the whole time my apologies we will make sure we do better next time around next week but there is an interesting uh little bit of news that i saw earlier today and i figured i'd share it with you guys if you guys didn't notice oh no go back no oh no oh my god no no way, embarrassing um, sheet. Fuck you. Uh, okay, I'll wait for that to come back around. NXT apparently let go of a particular wrestler back way back when, and apparently this man is now setting up for his AEW Dark debut, which actually is going on right now. So if you didn't know that, one eight hundred my bad. Um, but we'll talk about it anyway uh, because it is. NXT news, technically, in a sense. But let's talk about it. This is from ProWrestlingSheet.com from Mr. Ryan Setton. One of the NXT wrestlers released by WWE in April is set to debut in AEW Dark this week. AEW announced the lineup for Tuesday's episode of Dark, which includes former NXT wrestler Tino Sabatelli, who is now using the name Sabby. Bruh. Really? Savvy? Of all the names you could think of in your damn head. Savvy. Think of your best roast for that. Give Put it in the voice message. Best one will get it on the show. If you decide to choose so. Not even gonna lie. Doesn't matter if you listen to this. <laughs> Seriously, best joke will go on the episode. We'll go on next week's episode of last week this week. Have at it. Also, let's see. Uh, oh, this is an interesting article right here. We'll end on this. 
right here because this is one actually my mom's favorite wrestler besides Roman Reigns. She loves The Rock. From ringsidenews.com, The Rock received special offer from WWE NXT superstar. Hmm. This is from Felix Upton. Let's get into this and we'll call it a day on that. The Rock is someone that a lot of people would love to work with. He must choose his projects wisely because there are only so many hours in the day. He recently received an offer from the Robert Stone brand that might be interesting. Chelsea Green dropped Robert Stone, and since then, he's been on the lookout for an exciting new opportunity. He apparently has a great idea, but he'll need some famous help. Robert Stone is always looking to add more names to his stable of clients. He's certainly ready to collaborate with The Rock. Stone sent out a message to Dwayne Johnson saying that he loves The Great One's Twitter account. He also wanted to know if The Rock would be interested in joining forces for a special project. Quote, Hey, The Rock, we love your Twitter account. Would you like to collab? DM here and one of my hashtag Robert Stone brand team members will get back to you and organize something special for you. The Rock has yet to send Robert Stone a reply. (laughs) We'll have to see if he gets around to it. We previously reported that The Rock turned down a collaboration to bring Headlock Comics to television. It just didn't fit with The Rock's branding. Perhaps the Robert Stone brand is more to Dwayne Johnson's liking. (laughs) oh robert stone you slay me every single robert stone needs to be protected at all costs seriously protect this man at all costs oh my goodness you gotta love it you gotta love you gotta love nxt y'all for the for the simple fact that oi I'll fuck with your ears later. Ah, good times, y'all. Good times. Well, that I will leave on that note. But that, ladies and gentlemen, is going to conclude episode two thirty one of the YLP podcast. Talking about last week, this week. When we come back, we'll close out the show in proper YLP fashion and get you prepared and ready for episode two thirty two of the YLP podcast. We'll be right back. Well, guys, that's going to be it for episode 231 of the YLP Podcast, talking about last week, this week. I want to thank you guys so much for taking time out of your day, your night, your afternoon, and your evening, wherever you may be, wherever you are, and the world. Thank you guys so much for taking out this episode of the podcast, and as always, I greatly and truly appreciate it. Pretty much already talked about Patreon and all that good stuff. But what I did not talk about, and I want to ensure y'all, is that you go over to teespring.com slash the-ylp-collection. Get yourself some swanky-ass merch for the summer, especially since we're almost in August. Given the fact that once August rolls over into September, it's going to get a little bit cold. And for those of y'all who love y'all some hoodies and some pullovers, y'all know I got that on deck for y'all, as well as other clothes for men. Women and of course the young little cubs out there gotta make sure they look clean as well for the YLP movement as well as accessories like beach towels, organic tote bags, yes, organic tote bags, tapestries, die cut stickers, coffee mugs, and you gotta make sure you keep your feet warm with some dope ass 
YLP socks. It's always a beautiful thing. You get some beautiful socks on your, on your feet. And the sock game, to me, is as, needs to be as proper as humanly possible. Okay, you just got to keep it pimping. So, of course, tank tops, t-shirts uh, for the ladies and the fellas, as well as the le leggings. You know, 2020, the workout thing, got to be serious. Ladies, if you want to you look also good as hell and taking your selfies in the gym mirror, why not have uh, your gym selfie ass uh, take a picture in some wonderful, fresh, clean YLP ladies in a multitude of colors across all, all of my, uh, all, my, all the clothing out there. Teespring.com slash the dash YLP dash collection. If you have any thoughts, opinions, you know, comments, hated the episode, you love the episode, I may have missed something from NXT last week, and I may, there's some things you want to talk about for NXT this week, anything at all, sound off, let your voice be heard by leaving your boy a voice message, you can leave it over on anchor.fm slash young lions perspective, anchor.fm slash WrestleAddict Radio, leave yourself a comment over on ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com, we greatly appreciate all the love and support, if you're going to leave it on WrestleAddict Radio, please ensure that you put YLP in your title, letting you know you're talking to me personally, and if I like it enough, I'll no problem featuring it on a future episode of the YLP Podcast. Of course, if you enjoyed this episode, do not hesitate to tell a friend to tell a friend about the YLP Podcast. Share this episode across all of your social media, the Instagrams, the Facebooks, the Twitters, DMs, across all three of those, Facebook Messengers, Gab, Parlor, LinkedIn, Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, I don't care when you do it. Hell, send it in a text message, let your friend know, hey. Listen to Mr. YLP. Sounds pretty good. Sounds like you'd be right up your alley in terms of professional wrestling. Why don't you check him out? See if you like it. See if you like the style and all that good stuff. And if you do, hey, got a new listener into the gang, and then you can expand out into the rest of the war realm with all the other cats in the game. Because that's how we get down. Start with one, spread it out, spread the love, and it's all good across the board. Because in these times of what's going on in the world, we here at Russell Eddie Radio wanted to make sure that you find solace in our programming, enjoying just a little bit of time out of your day just to ensure that, you know, you can find some calm and get a couple of laughs out of the whole situation with what we got going on. Because with the YLP podcast, the Kings of the Rings podcast, the Game Changer podcast, and of course, the Delight Show with Man Chappelle, we are not only the cure for the common wrestling podcast, but we are then now and forever 100% absolute without a doubt the alternative for professional wrestling podcast and that we are here to stay now I know most of y'all do not have the anchor app trust me you're not hurting my feelings whatsoever I, I, I cry a river over other stuff it's, you know, it's football um, but I know most of y'all have different program, uh, you know, platforms programs po you know, podcasts and streaming apps that y'all use for your daily lives. And that's perfectly fine. I got mine. You have yours. And that's all good. But if you're still thinking for one damn second that we are just ambiguous podcastsolutions.com and the anchor at my friend, you are sadly mistaken. You lost. You just lost. Take the L. Go sit down in the corner and think about what you just said. Because not only can you find the YLP podcast, the Kings of the Rings podcast, the Game Changer podcast, and the Delight Show with Man Chappelle on those you can find all these podcasts across several different platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Podbean, Player FM, and shout out to the Apple Podcast family 
for showing love to my stuff. I appreciate every single one of y'all, especially showing love to the Podbean fam as well. Castbox FM, Overcast, Radio Public, Stitcher Radio, and of course, that good old Spotify fam. Search for the YLP Podcast, the Kings of the Rings Podcast, the Game Changer Podcast, and the Delight Show with Manchin Bell across all these different platforms, and you should have no problem finding them whatsoever. If you want to stay up to date with everything that's going on with the YLP Podcast, you can find me across all the social medias. I'm on a couple. I linger about, you know, some things. But if you want to follow me and stay up to date with what's going on, you can follow me over in the Twitter sphere at Suede Senator War. That's S U E D E S E N A T O R, capital W, capital A, capital R. I do live tweeting for AEW Dynamite like I'm going to tomorrow night. That should be a ball of a time. Uh, should be an interesting, fun episode of AEW Dynamite with what we have going on. I really haven't checked what's going on with the card just yet. I do know Cody will be defending the TNT Championship. Um, that's pretty much what I know. So uh, I'm just going into it with just knowing that and see what happens. And it should be a damn good episode tomorrow night. Of course, it's Wednesday, the best night of professional wrestling of the entire week because we fucking deserve it. And you know it's true. Um, <laughs> I also do live tuning for SmackDown Live every for most 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 Fridays, unless I have a prior engagement to attend to or I'm on vacation. Um, every WWE Live pay-per-view, and I will be live tweeting for SummerSlam whenever that may come about. We would still don't know the date, but when we find out the date, I will let you know the exact date over and over and over until we get to said SummerSlam. Every AEW live pay-per-view, and as far as I know, All Out is supposed to still be a thing. It's just a matter of um, if they're going to do it at Daily's Place or if they're going to do it at actual event in and of itself. My guess, they're going to do it in Jacksonville with everything that's going on. So we will see. Once we find out that information, we will pass that on to you as well. Every NXT and NXT UK TakeOver, and as far as I know, NXT UK TakeOver Dublin is still on for October. Until said otherwise, as far as NXT TakeOver goes for the for SummerSlam weekend, we still know nothing of when we are going to get SummerSlam weekend, so we're going to have to wait on that. Once we know the information, I will pass that along to you as quickly as humanly possible. And of course, New Japan Pro Wrestling is back in my life, and it is quite a beautiful thing. Um, <laughs> but if it's if it is 3.30 in the morning, and I went to the bathroom, and I cannot go back to sleep because my... Because for the life of me, I cannot go back to bed once I go pee. It sucks. I I know some of y'all have been there. You know the feeling. But I do live tweeting for New Japan Pro Wrestling as well. If I'm able to be in that position, I do check it out. I enjoy it. It's quite nice, quite lovely. And thanks to this wonderful laptop. And I, I can actually watch New Japan and laptop at the same time. It's quite a beautiful thing. Wonderful technology stuff. Moving over to the Instagram side of things, if you want to follow me over there, the mothership of everything that is YLP, you can follow me over there at young underscore lions underscore perspective memes. In case you missed it, breaking news like I did yesterday with um, Ric Flair and uh, his wife, Wendy Barlow, actually uh, has contacted uh, contracted the coronavirus. Um, I have the article up there right now on my Instagram. You can check out the entire article there from the New York Post. So... Stuff like that. Um, memes, memes, memes. More memes. And, um, yeah, pretty much it's a good time. It's a nice over there. And thank you so much for getting, uh, you know, just, you know, it's a good follow. I say I'm a good follow, even though I try to be as consistent as possible. And the good thing about my Instagram is that it's actually connected to my Facebook page. Yes, I surprisingly still have a Facebook page, 
even though I'm not as active on Facebook in terms of regular posting and talking shit, I do have a page on Facebook, and you can like the page over there. Just search for Young Lions Perspective Podcast. Like the page, give it a follow, share it with your friends. I'm over 100 followers, and I do appreciate every single one of y'all for following the page. Let's get it to 200 by the end of this year, shall we? We have about what? Five months left in the year? Let's make that happen. Share that across your thing. Again, Young Lions Perspective Podcast. Now, I'll make sure I go over to the judges to ensure that I have fulfilled all my obligations for the day, including the Marley moment of the show. And I'm looking over at the Australian judge, and I'm getting the thumbs up. So, let's end this properly. This Friday night, y'all know what it is. It's Friday, A, B. We're going to kick off the weekend in proper wild fashion as we always do with a brand new episode of Light the Fuse, where we get to talk about what's going to be going, what what have happened, what is what has happened. Hold on, let me try to be grammatically correct with this. What will be going down tomorrow night on AEW Dynamite? We'll discuss the entire episode, what I liked, what I didn't like, what we should be looking forward to, what to keep an eye on going forward with AEW Dynamite. It should be fun. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm sure you will as well. I'm looking forward to a a badass episode of AEW Dynamite, as I always do every Wednesday night for the most part. So, guys, with that being said, enjoy the rest of your Tuesday night. Enjoy your Wednesday, whether you be watching AEW Dynamite or NXT. doesn't matter. We all win regardless because, like I've said many times, and I will stand by this, Wednesday is the best night of the week for professional wrestling, and no one can tell me otherwise. And if you try to, suck it. (laughs) enjoy your thursday evening i'll see you guys right back here friday night for episode 232 of the ylp podcast see you